<laughs> I forgot how to do this. <laughs> well, hello, Hi. my friends. <laughs> Welcome my friends. back to the... That was the most German thing I've ever heard you say. Welcome, my well, friends. <laughs> maybe, maybe it works. I like it. Okay. Welcome back to the Unscientific Scientist. My name is Sophia. Hi, I'm Maya. Yeah, in this is our new episode. <laughs> I don't, re I don't remember which one. I think it's the twenty fourth. Yeah. Okay. Nice. I think. I... Let's just call Whatever. it twenty fourth. <laughs> so, um, yeah. A uh, little recap. I don't know if we told this into the other, in, into the other. Pff, oh my god. In the other episodes, um, I was in the middle of moving. It's done. Kind of. We moved. This is yes. the place. Welcome. <laughs> Uh, that's it. Anything you want other people to? No, I don't know. Uh, I I don't think I have any major news. <laughs> so you're not I'm pregnant. Going. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Let's call this major news. I'm still not <laughs> pregnant, and that's good. That's how I wanted to be. So. <laughs> <clears throat> no. All right. Okay. Let's. Uh, what are we talking about today? Yes. Yeah, so I came up with the topic of lie detectors, mm -hmm. and Maya was okay. Sure, let's do this. <laughs> That's exactly how that conversation <laughs> went. <laughs> it's like okay. Yeah, so my part is the facts check this time, and Maya's gonna have a nice story for us. And I would say, without any further ado, I will start. Mm -hmm. Okay. It, I was just, so, one sec, I was just so scared for a second, because like, usually our topic choosing ritual is way longer. Like, we go back and forth, and like, you choose, no, you choose, whatever. And we just like, chose so fast and so quick, that I was so confused about like, did we even choose something like, what am i doing <laughs> well i gave you a few choices and then you picked i know i had to go back I, i don't know i had to go back in our uh group chat to like make sure that i'm doing the right topic because i was like <laughs> usually it takes way longer anyway yeah so lie detectors i think everyone kind of knows what it is i think the word also explains mm -hmm. its meaning or its purpose But for everyone else who wants a definition, it's a device or a method that tries to determine if someone is telling the truth or is lying. Mm -hmm. And there are actually, that was new to me at least, uh, there are different types of lie detectors such as polygraphs, voice stress analyzers, eye trackers and brain scans. And however, none of them are 100% accurate, accurate or reliable and they can be fooled by various factors. I will come mm -hmm. to this later. And lie detectors are often used by law enforcement, intelligence agencies or employees, but they are not widely accepted as evidence in court courts mm -hmm. and i will come to that later as well why that is but i think it's pretty obvious <laughs> when they're not 100 accurate okay so let's get to the different types of lie detectors first we have the polygraphs these devices measure changes in respiration perspiration 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 yeah yeah <laughs> and heart rate so when submitting to a polygraph test, sensors are strapped to a subject's fingers, arm and chest to report real-time reactions to questions during an interrogation. Any increase in these metrics could be a sign of lying or nervousness. Mm -hmm. These devices may be influenced by the skill and bias of the examiner, the quality and relevance of the questions, the countermeasures or strategies used by the subject to ma manipulate the results, and the 
interpretation of the data. So there's like a lot that can go be done wrong. to be, yeah, that can go wrong or that doesn't, yeah, that so makes the test not really accurate. Basically, from what I understand is there's a lot of room of human error because yes, like you have to inter interpret whatever the results are and like you're the, like the other humans asking the questions, you can have bias, you can have... <laughs> Yeah. yeah, so I think the important thing, if you want to make it as accurate as possible, is that you always have, uh, that you always use the same kind of setup, you know, make sure that everything is the same with each person you um, question so that they're yeah like the results are more, yeah like the results are more comparable but um yeah if you think about it like you don't know it's like so personalized you don't know maybe someone gets nervous by seeing a, a blue chair yeah could be or the room is too small and he's claustrophobic like, exactly or someone's racist yeah. <laughs> you don't know. yeah it's so much um, yeah, and so studies about polygraphs, they suggest that um, the accuracy is between 80 to 90 percent, um, while others really? estimate much lower rates. Yeah, that's so sounds... it really depends on the study, actually, like they are not they don't have the same opinion either. So even in a <laughs> this is just bullshit. <laughs> OK, yeah. Well, um, we have voice stress, voice stress analyzers too. Mm -hmm. These devices measure changes in the frequency of the voice, obviously. The technology is based on the tenant that the nonverbal low frequency content of the voice conveys information about the physiological and psychological state of the speaker. So when people lie, they may experience stress or anxiety, which can affect their vocal cords and cause subtle variations in their voice pitch, which then the device detects. So um, basically, the changes in people's voices are so small that you as a human, like with your human ear, you can't pick it up. So they have to pick it up with a device. Yeah. Okay. So it's not like someone gets nervous and their voice cracks. It's actual mm, like... Yeah. Okay. It's really, really subtle changes. Like probably you can't really hear them by yourself if you're not yeah. trained in it, maybe. Yeah. So they, they use like a mic microphone to record obviously the voice mm -hmm. of the subject and then um the device can tell okay this is this voice pitch just occurred and it's a sign of uh, stress or anxiety which could be an indicator that he is lying right now and stressed or um or you're anxious just because of this <laughs> or you're just stressed yeah or you're just nervous because you're doing a fucking lie detector yeah, test exactly. so <laughs> okay yeah so um Good. like we just also said like the devices may be affected by the clarity and the volume of the voice the emotional state the personality of the subject the type and complexity of of the questions and yeah. the background noise and in interference and some studies suggest that voice stress analyzers are accurate between 60 to 70 percent of the time so already less than the polygraph while others report much lower rates so this is always going to be my last sentence okay so nobody fucking knows okay yes <laughs> so there's like there are studies that say okay this is a good method whatever and then there are studies that say okay this is shit like this doesn't work 
Um, yeah, okay, let's get to the eye trackers. These devices measure eye movements and gaze direction. The technology employs infrared sensors or cameras to track eye positions and movements. And by analyzing the data, researchers and developers, whoever is still doing this, can infer visual attention and behavior. So when people lie, they may exhibit different patterns of eye movements, such as blinking more or looking away mm -hmm. or dilating their pupils. And these can be the indicators of lying. And yeah, this this uh, type is, of device is used for research, marketing, gaming and accessibility. And they can be influenced by the eye conditions and health of the subject, of course. Mm -hmm. The calibration and accuracy of the sensors or cameras, the visual stimuli and distractions, the cognitive load and attention of the subject as well. Mm -hmm. So some studies suggest that eye trackers are accurate between 70 to 80% of the time, while others report much lower rates again. Okay. I was about to ask if it's the same one that they use for research. Um, yeah. I know a lot. They use it in, in, in cognitive researchers. Um, mm -hmm. I don't even know. I had one in, in uni. I don't even know what it was about. I think it was something about like male and female attention and like what they're about. And like what mm. are they, they uh, looking at first for in a, in a picture? And that, oh, yeah, yeah. And mm -hmm. they, they use that in, like you said, in advertisements. So, you know, they do like a, yeah. a general... So they can see what you're looking exactly. at first, basically. Exactly. Yeah. Um, Miles, you can imagine the results. So I don't need to yes. explain. <laughs> yes, definitely. Okay. But yeah. Yeah. Also, like with this device, like put someone in the room and the light is by accident too bright or the subject is very yeah. sensitive to the light to or light whatever or surroundings. Something. Yeah. And the whole know... thing changes already. Exactly. I know, for example, like eye color plays a role in that because my really? eyes are... Yeah. Because like my eyes are light um, and I cannot go into the sun. I'll go blind. I cannot do it. <laughs> <laughs> and in the meantime, I have, for example, like my other side of my family, they have like dark brown eyes and mm -hmm. Lauren, uh, Lauren has darker, darker-ish eyes than me. He has kind of like hazelish brownish goldish eyes he's way better in the sun i'm gonna go blind i can't do it yeah you so know that feeling when if, you like outside you have... and it's so bright that you feel like you can't even open your eyes yes i do i do yeah, yeah. that's yeah, me that every sometimes. day on a winter day on a cloudy day imagine in this in the summer sometimes it literally hurts how did I... you survive our italy vacation then <laughs> don't you remember i don't think i took my sunglasses off yeah, I think I I think I had it on even for like the the when the sun was setting it was <laughs> it was <laughs> it's not okay I was not yeah. okay anyway yeah okay um back to light detectors yes i have one last uh type of light detector here and that is the brain scan uh device and that's the thing that the... i have kind of like i can maybe believe that yeah yeah so i think these are also the accuracy is the best out of all the four types would you look at that so far <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so um, with these methods, uh, they measure brain activity and blood flow. Mm -hmm. uh, the technology uses techniques such as functional magnetic resonance imaging mm -hmm. or positron emission tomography. I won't go into detail what exactly that uh, is, but 
they basically create images of the brain with this technique. And by comparing the images, um, researchers can identify which brain regions are activated or deactivated when people lie or tell the truth. So this is the basic concept, how it works. Um, these me methods may be affected by the resolution and quality of the images, the variability and complexity of the brain activity, the ethical and legal issues, <laughs> and the cost and availability of the equipment. Mm -hmm. And about the accuracy, some studies suggest that brain scans are accurate between 80 to 90 percent of the time, while others report much lower rates. So same, still like there are studies mm -hmm. who agree with this method, some some don't. So yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. is it the same type when they um, uh, there, there was one with uh, the the serial killer brains when they they studied serial killers mm -hmm. and their um, pleasure thingy of and their brains like the, you know what I mean. <laughs> Like it's some uh, certain regions were enlarged, where other regions were um, smaller. Not just that, not just that, but like they did brain scans on them, showed them pictures of certain stuff, and they were looking at like what triggers their um, their pleasure. You know, I don't want to say sensors, but like what sets off their pleasure in their brain, and they could tell mm -hmm. from the the scans. Yeah. I think I I don't rem I don't remember which studies was long ago probably but yeah <laughs> I I remember something like this yeah um, it's they they do it very often uh like not just with serial killers obviously was it was it like where they showed pictures of like um violence and then they could so. tell that psychopaths yeah. like were like staying calm or like happy or something like this and other normal people maybe that were, was like, that obviously was. frightened maybe that 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 was that was that, that's not not English whatever uh, <laughs> yeah but like I I think I, think, I know what you mean <laughs> I think it was psychopaths you're right not serial killers yeah I think so yeah yeah, yeah. okay yeah. because like they have less yeah they have less empathy and because of this probably they don't feel anything when they see someone getting hurt or whatever yeah they have like different stuff that they enjoy yeah random but about emotions i'm just re-watching game of thrones and spoiler alert for everyone who hasn't seen it okay I had the who scene hasn't seen it okay if you haven't, seen it, who hasn't seen it if you haven't seen it until now you'll be fine jesus christ um, it's been like yeah. 15 years come on <laughs> i've seen the scene with hodor Aww. like with Hodor, and oh god i cried it was so bad Aww. it was such a poor boy and oh yeah. Aww. I so. literally I, I quote that quote almost every day. <laughs> Just hold on. Yeah. Oh man. Okay. One more thing while we're already at shows. I have a let's say a suggestion for everyone who is kind of like fascinated by lie detectors. Mm. Um, because there's this show called Lie to Me. I don't know if you watched nope. it. It has only three seasons, unfortunately. I wish they would have made more, but yeah. Where is it? It's already a few years old and it used to be on Amazon Prime, but now I think it could be on Disney Plus. Mm. Let me check. Lie to Me. Yeah, <laughs> now it's on Disney Plus. And um, yeah, so this show is actually based on the work of of Dr. Paul Ekman, 
a psychologist and deception researcher. And the main character, Dr. Carl Lightman, is a human lie detector, basically, who studies facial expressions and body language to expose the truth behind the lies. And he basically helps whatever is it like governmental agency to, yeah, to solve crimes. Okay. It sounds and familiar, but I don't think I've ever, ever watched it. Maybe go check it out. I don't is know it if like, you've seen it. Uh, <clears throat> is it uh, around, like, what, 2010-ish? Honestly, I don't remember. Mm. Not important. I think it's a bit newer, but yeah, okay. not important. So in the show, he and his team use various methods and devices to assist them in their investigations, such as polygraphs, voice stress analyzers, eye trackers, and brain scans. So everything I just mm -hmm. presented um, is in this show, and it's a really, really cool show, to be honest. I really like it. Sounds and it just good. has three seasons. Very sad. Aww. But yeah. It sounds um, <clears throat> right up my alley. I think I already watched everything else. I watched all the crime shows, Criminal Minds. <laughs> I watched everything. I watched The Mentalist. I watched everything else. I don't think. Well, then maybe that's a new show for you you can get into. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. So I have a little bit more. It's not, um, I'll be done soon. But I have some, let's say, fun facts about lie detectors that you might not have known before, if that mm. was the correct English. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. So lie detectors have been in existence in primitive form for a long time, actually. Ancient Hindus deter deter determined, determined whether De a person Determined. Determined, sorry. <laughs> determined. <laughs> Oh, don't make me laugh. Yeah. Ow. <laughs> it's just oh. me trying to pronounce the E. Determined. You know? oh, wow. How is it correctly again? Determined. <laughs> Determined. So this makes no sense. All of a sudden, they, <laughs> they pronounce E like E. Why? What? Never mind. I think it's okay. a typo. I no, think it's a, I don't I, think so. I think it's supposed to be an E, not an I. It is not an I, it's an E. <laughs> Yeah, determined. <laughs> Whatever. I'm just very confused. I always mispronounce this word. You're allowed to laugh. It's fine. Okay. So let's do this again. Ancient Hindus determined. <laughs> no, that, I'm keeping whether... that in. I hope you know that. <laughs> yeah, of course. Go ahead. <laughs> um, ancient Hindus determined whether a person was telling the truth by instructing him to spit out a mouthful of rice onto a loaf, a leaf. And a person who was telling the truth would be successful, and one who was lying would get the rice stuck in his mouth. That's yeah, the so this stupidest process... fucking thing I've ever heard. <laughs> So this process <laughs> presumably depended on dryness of the mouth, which is a physiological factor associated with lying. Or nervousness. <laughs> you just explain everything with or nervousness. Or you're dehydrated. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck? That's... But it's interesting, right? Like, people actually did this. That was like their lie detector. I mean, I, I see what you're trying to do. <laughs> I don't think that's the way to do it, but okay. I mean... <laughs> I think they don't do it anymore like this. Yeah, oh. I'm pretty sure they don't. I hope they don't. Yeah. Otherwise, poor Indian prison is chock full. Yeah. Okay. One <laughs> more fun facts. The inventor of the modern polygraph, William Moulton Marston, was also the creator of the comic book character Wonder Woman. Mm -hmm. And he was inspired by his wife and his oh, lover, the... who both helped him with his research on lie detection. Oh 
Wonder Woman's signature weapon, the lasso of truth, was based on yeah. his invention. Cool, right? <laughs> okay, that that's cool. No. That's cool. It makes I never understood why the fuck she has a whip that makes people <laughs> tell the truth. It just makes no sense. Why would you the fuck? But this no. okay. It okay. That explains a lot. Okay. I just I just loved also the fact like um that he was inspired by his wife and his lover who both helped him with his research. Oh my god, I completely missed that part. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, okay. Oh no. Were they like a trio or I don't know. Did oh know no. I don't know. <laughs> no. Dude's shady. Okay. Tea for another time. Who knows? All right. There's some um, drama there. Yeah. <laughs> Next fun fact, or I don't know if this is fun. Uh, okay, I'll just read it out. Holographs are part of national defense in some countries, such as the United States, Israel, and South Korea. Mm -hmm. They are used to screen prospective employees, conduct security clearance investigations, and interrogate suspects or informants. Mm -hmm. However, the use of polygraphs is controversial, as some people argue that they are unreliable, unethical, or illegal. Yeah, okay, not fun fact, but like in general. General, they're apparently i think that the united states would use these is they obvious. are they're using it yeah israel and south korea i wouldn't have thought but like i don't know israel makes do. sense to me too uh korea yeah. well they have kind of a similar um idea to to security and stuff as mm, okay. they do in the u.s so yeah. <clears throat> i can see that they do 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 that too but here in the u.s yeah. they use it for police officers any kind of law enforcement enforcement like you said uh, uh security clearances any any basically any government employee wild that's really wild <laughs> it's stupid that's what it is <laughs> And they know that it makes no sense. That's the thing. Anyway. No. Okay, last words from me um, about polygraph tests and how you can beat them. Mm -hmm. There are various countermeasures or strategy strategies that can help you manipulate the results of the lie detectors, such as controlling your breathing, biting your tongue, relaxing your muscles, or thinking of something else. So some people also use drugs, alcohol, or painkillers to alter their physiological responses. So they're there are many ways you can yeah. get around the lie detector tests, <laughs> apparently. It's just so unreliable that it's ridiculous that they even use it still. Yeah. <clears throat> you said your husband took a lie detector test once. Or no, I don't know if he, he did it more often than once. He had lie detector tests very frequently. I don't know and exactly how Was it how always many the times. same kind? Uh, yeah. Like yeah, polygraphs, probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's always the... Obviously, they have like cameras and like microphones in the room, too so they might run other kinds at the same time <laughs> doesn't really matter all of them are bogus um said his opinion too yeah he knows that it's bullshit okay um and i think everyone does it's just more like a an intimidation you know to mm. make you nervous oh, okay. um but yeah it's if you're in the military it's pretty frequent thing i believe that yeah well that was it from me here and yeah my i'm very curious what you found today <laughs> all right um so <laughs> I promise, okay, there is a link between the two, okay. the topic and my story, there is, but it's it's the, the smallest link that you can imagine, okay? <laughs> right, let's do this. Okay, so I'm going to talk to you about the green liver, liver? Green liver. <laughs> Green River Killer today. Oh, okay. A killer. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, a, a serious killer or? Yes. 
it's a it's a bad one your favorite stories <laughs> yeah <laughs> also um i'll tell you after i told you this story i'll tell you a little bit a little bit about cia and stuff like that um <clears throat> so the green river killer his name is gary leon ridgeway he was born in 1949 in february in salt lake city uh is that in the u.s or yes it's in utah okay ah okay thanks <laughs> yes salt lake city in Utah. Um, yes, so he was the second son of Mary and Thomas Ridgway, and they all together had like three sons. Three sons. Uh, his home life was. I just understood three sons. Ew! <laughs> Oh, three sons. He was yeah, the second okay. <laughs> one out of the three. Gosh. That makes way much more sense. <laughs> well, you you were not far off, but we will get to it. Oh God. Yeah, his home life was uh, troubled. Uh, relatives have described his mother as d domineering and have said that while young, he witnessed more than one violent arguments between his parents. Mm -hmm. His father was a bus driver who who would always complain about the presence of sex workers in the area and on he his... would complain about them yes okay like he didn't like sex workers <laughs> um he also had a bed bed wedding problem until he was 13 and we know what oh, that okay. we know what that symbolizes what? um remind me sexual abuse oh okay i didn't know we that. don't we don't know <clears throat> if he was sexually abused um but bedwetting until you were you're 13 something's off okay mm. um and well i guess this kind of counts as uh, counts as abuse but uh every time he would wet the bed uh his mom would wash his genitals uh like every single time so okay. i guess that that kind of counts as abuse ish i mean like with 13 and your monster washes your junk that's weird yeah yeah also it, it sounds to me like it's in a like a like a punishment you know mm -hmm. and like your mom washing your stuff as a punishment it's just it sounds a bit like abuse it's just and i think I would imagine it to be just embarrassing as a kid. Yeah, even though it's it's your mom, it's just I, no. I don't like it. No. Um, he would uh, tell uh, defense psycholog psychologists that um, as a teenager, like ad adolescent, how do you say that word? Adoles adolescent. 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 Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> he he had conflicting feelings of anger and sexual attraction towards his mother um Oops. and there it is <laughs> <laughs> yeah and he was fantasizing about killing her and he said that in his therapy yes like once uh he was caught spoiler alert he gets caught <laughs> <laughs> Um, <clears throat> he told this to the defense psychologist so they could defend him this way that okay. mm -hmm. he was fucked yep. up from the beginning, you know? Okay. Uh, <clears throat> but yeah, he was also dyslexic and he was held back uh, a year in high school. When he was 16, he stabbed a six-year-old boy who survived the attack, thank God. Yeah. He was 17? He was 16 and uh, the little oh, boy okay. was six. Um, the more, okay. I know it's it's already sounds bad, but like the more the disturbing uh thing is that he let the 
boy into the woods and then stabbed him through the ribs and like into his liver so it's planned it was not just like a exactly and also like he got him separated like secluded into the woods just so he could stab him at 16 a six-year-old boy like you know you know the size difference between a 16 and a six-year-old boy <laughs> it's just probably more than half <laughs> not just that but like you know he wanted to hurt him like there's just like such yeah. a and he used a knife right he said yeah he was stabbed uh anyway he wasn't the smartest um his iq was in the low 80s what is the average again we might be i think it depends on the country but that's a good question what is the average iq in oh fuck it's hard to set up <laughs> <laughs> Average IQ, average IQ in US. Oh God. Oh God. That's horrible. <laughs> what did you see? The average IQ is 97.43 in the US. So like most of is the people low? are, it's fucking very low. I don't know anything about IQ tests and IQ. Have you never had an IQ test before? No, you're not normal where I come hmm. from. I was IQ tested because I'm dyscalculic. So they had to do that anyway. But anyway, uh, most of the people, it says that most of the people are between 85 and 115 in the US. Okay. Also, and he I was in the low 80s. He was in the low, yeah, 80s. Okay. So like way below average. Mm, yeah, okay. <laughs> That's not good. Anyway. I wonder he would probably would have had also a low EQ test, like not mm -hmm. IQ test, but like emotional. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. Poor thing. And no. If your mom washes your junk at 13 as a punishment, I'm pretty sure your emotional intelligence is not well. <sighs> Ugh. I mean, I think then for those people, it's maybe maybe it's easier for them to get on like on the wrong track, basically. I feel like that's that's the way to go, um, because a lot of the pe uh, like killers and stuff, even if they have like a huge body count and things like that, a lot of the times they are like their IQ is not the best. Mm -hmm. But also there's a bunch where they have like 130, 40, 50 IQs. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know if that matters. I feel like there's a lot of the, if like a lot of other like um, English if a lot of different things come together it just makes a bad environment <laughs> no no all right so um Ridgeway graduated from high school in 69 noise um and married his 19 year old high school girlfriend uh okay. he joined the military he was in the navy um and he was sent to vietnam it's just i mm. feel like this dude was, was set up for failure <laughs> yes like for psychological problems yeah exactly like home environment terrible probably also not easy at school mm -hmm. and then war like yeah especially vietnam he was probably on drugs too who knows everyone was in vietnam no yeah, yeah. anyway um so he served on a uh, supply ship and he actually saw combat too uh, he, while he was in the military he had frequent sexual intercourse with sex workers and he also had gonorrhea because of it surprise thanks for that information that was... you're welcome <laughs> <laughs> Important. 
<laughs> I think. Um, yeah, so he was he was kind of like angered by this. He was frustrated, but he just continued anyway. Um, his marriage ended within a year. Surprise, surprise. Mm-hmm. Um, when questioned about uh, Ridgeway after his arrest, friends and family said that he was friendly, but he was just weird, like strange. Okay. His first two marriages resulted in uh, divorce because of infidelities on both both sides. So he was cheating. Mm-hmm. He was cheated on. Um, his second wife, Marsha Wilslow, claimed that he had uh, he like put her in a chokehold. Okay. Um, he randomly became religious during his second marriage, and he was doing like the door to door. You know, have you heard mm-hmm. about Jesus? Do you want to no, hear okay. about Jesus? No, you're going to hear about Jesus anyway, um, kind of thing. Um, he was reading the Bible like out loud at work and at home. And he was insisting that his wife would follow the, the strict teachings of, of their pastor and stuff like that. Um, and, um, that was when he came back from Vietnam, I mm-hmm. guess. So what was his work then? What did he do? That's a very good question. I don't know. Never even okay. thought about his work. <laughs> Let's Google it again. (laughs) (laughs) Green River Killer Job. Oh, of course. We will get to it. Okay. Because it's important. I completely forgot. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, yes. So he would also frequently cry after like sermons and reading of the Bible. Uh, Against his beliefs, he would still use the services of sex workers um and wanted his wife to participate in sex in public and inappropriate places sometimes Mm. even areas where he um hid victims bodies yeah okay mm, he i guess that was when he started murdering whoever you will tell me soon Mm -hmm. and he hid the bodies and he wanted to have sex with his wife at those places Mm -hmm. but could the wife see those victims there no i mean like most of the we'll get to it but most of the times they were like wooded areas um things like that so it wasn't like a full body on display and like hey let's have sex right next to it it's just in the area you know Mm -hmm. so so according to women in his life, uh, Ridgeway had um, like a like an unstoppable sexual appetite. Uh, his three ex-wives, so he was married three times, all of them ended up divorced. <laughs> okay. Um, and uh, a lot of the ex-girlfriends that he had, everyone said that um, he demanded sex like several times a day. Often he yeah. would. Yeah, I mean, you know, there's there's a difference between someone who is very active sexually and someone who's, you know, it's turning into more like an addiction situation. Mm, no. Um, <clears throat> a lot of the times he would want to have sex in public areas or woods, like I said before. Um, and uh, he admitted to having like kind of like a fixation of sex workers um, that he would kind of like love and hate at the same time, if that makes sense. Obviously, like he used their services, but he hated them for some reason. Yeah. yeah. Um, he 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 complained oh i'm out of breath pregnancy do you need a break no it's just it's it's just it is what it is like he's all up in my fucking lungs. is your belly the size that you can put a glass on top of it it's now on it stands? it's on it <laughs> 
it doesn't I remember stand. my mom always used to tell me that she was able to place a wine glass on her belly for some reason. A, a wine glass? Yes. You're not supposed to drink that. I don't think she drank it, but like, I was, <laughs> you know, like wine glasses are very... Oh, like the foot and everything? Mm. Yes, so apparently that was possible. Anyway, I, can, I mean, I'm holding my glass on it, but if I let it go, it, it'll fall. Okay. But anyway... <laughs> Um, oh yeah so like he had like a love and hate relationship with sex workers he was always complaining about their presence in his neighborhood but also used them regularly um he also said that he hated prostitutes and didn't want to pay them for sex so you make no sense just a hypocrite buddy. yeah oh you're also very very religious and you cry after reading the bible but okay right and then you go to the next sex worker exactly and you're having like ex how do you say it ex extramarital relations yeah, yeah. is that how you say it <laughs> um yeah i mean i know what you mean so i guess it'll, it'll work <laughs> yeah <clears throat> so uh some people were like they were speculating that he was torn between his religion and like this unstoppable sexual hunger that he had but you know um he had uh one children uh with his second wife marsha and it was a boy he had he has one son um poor boy I, yeah, every single time when we talk about like killers and like, you know, uh, bad people, if you want to call them that, um, and we we figure out that they have children, I always feel so bad for them. Yep. It's just, remember, like, I think it was in one of our first episodes uh, of the BTK killer, um, the, 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 the bind torture kill killer who, who killed yeah, the little girl yeah. in the basement. Yes. And like, uh, he had a, a daughter and and like she was giving interviews like how he was like a perfect dad like he was there for every game like he was just like such a good dad he it just doesn't make any sense exactly it's just like i don't know i feel so bad for the kids but it's um, like the perfect uh camouflage for mm -hmm. a serious killer i mean yeah um actually i saw um his son saying the same thing that he only remembers him as like the perfect soccer dad oh god uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Great. Uh, okay, so let's get to the gruesome parts. <laughs> Uh, so throughout the 80s and 90s, Ridgeway is believed to have murdered 71 teenage girls and women near Seattle and uh, Tacoma, Washington. Oh, that's a lot. 71. That's, that's They're uh, proven all or believed? We will get to it, but he... Let me say... He was only... I think he was only um, locked up for like 40-something. 40 49. 49 kill, uh, killings out of seven. Okay. Well, only <laughs> that's still only. Enough, <laughs> yeah. So uh, when he was caught, he said to the court that uh, he killed so many that he lost count. So he, even he himself, didn't know how many he actually killed. Damn. Yeah. Um, the majority of the killings were between eighty-two and eighty-four in two years. Um, the victims were believed to be either like sex workers or runaways whom he picked up along along the highway. Mm. Yes, so he showed the women a picture of his son, you know, to, okay. to like, <laughs> yeah, to 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 make them trust him more. Oh, okay, like, oh, see, I have a son. Like, yeah, I'm like, oh, this is my son. I'm yeah, da, da, da. I'm a good person. person. Mm. Definitely not gonna kill you. Okay. Um, worked well enough, apparently. <laughs> 
71? Are you kidding me? That's ridiculous. Yeah. In two years. I mean, most of them were in that two years. Yeah. But when did you have the time? Right. Um, actually, we're going to get to it when he had the time. Okay. Um, okay. So, do, 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 do. yes, uh, they would engage in sexual activity. And after like minutes of intercourse or whatever the fuck they were doing, um, he like from behind, he would put them in a, in a chokehold and choke them. To death. Yeah, basically, like, just strangle them. And the sexual intercourse, was that consensual? Who knows? Okay. I mean, if... Uh, if they were like sex workers I feel like and he was like employing them you know to like hey let's let's do this I'll pay you and then they went with him and then he just like choked them out but who knows hmm. um, we only have his his uh, side of the story and he said that he killed so many people that he lost count so who knows uh, where was I <laughs> Yes. He uh, he killed most victims in his home, in his truck, or in like a secluded area. Uh, and most of their bodies were dumped in like wooded areas and around the, uh, the Green River. That's why he's called the Green River Killer. Oh, okay. Um... Also, he dumped bodies around the airport, and he had like other dump sites in the did South Did he bury Pink them, County. or did he just dump them? We will get to it. There were two. You'll see why I am not telling you. <laughs> okay. There were also two confirmed and another two suspected victims found in the Portland and like Oregon area. Uh, the bodies were often left in clusters, sometimes even posed, usually nude. And he would sometimes return to the victim's bodies and engage in necrophilia. No. Yeah, so that's why I told you. <laughs> Yeah, so um, I doubt that he was, like, burying them deep because he was coming back. Oh, yeah. Wow. He uh, later, like, explained that he did not find necrophilia, like, more sexually satisfying. But, um, like, having sex with a body kind of, like, reduced his, you know, like, hunger and the need to, like, go and find a new one. Go get a fucking sex doll, asshole. Yeah. Yeah. Also, he said that like he did this so he would avoid being caught. He didn't do this to like save more people. He was just like, oh, there's less of a chance of me getting caught if <laughs> if I just fuck this body. But like if they were like dumped um, in all kinds of areas, not really buried because he came back with them, then people must have found them, right? Well, he he um, like dumped them in like very secluded, like wooded areas. Like you, okay. most people <sighs> don't go there you know <laughs> okay most of the bodies weren't um discovered until they were fully skeletonized if that's a word uh and two victims are still unidentified oh, okay. um uh ridgeway occasionally contaminated the dumb sites with gum cigarettes and written materials uh that were belonging to other people so no. it's smart okay he just like gathered shit and just like sprinkled it all over the place um um, and he even transported a few victims' uh, remains across like state lines to confuse police. It's okay. like a it's a well known fact that like they don't have like the simple like normal police departments they don't talk to each other. So if it's over the state line, it belongs to the, to a separate no. um, police department. No. Uh, I mean, I I hope they talk to each other now. <laughs> 
but it was back in the 80s so they didn't <clears throat> so in the 80s um, the sheriff's office formed the green river task force to investigate the murders because there were so many <laughs> um, the task force members were uh, robert capel dave reichert who per periodically interviewed incarcerated serial killers such as ted bundy um, in 84 uh, and Bundy actually said that he thinks um, like considering you know like the psychology and like motivation and behavior of the killer uh, he said that uh, he thinks that this killer is revisiting the dump sites and have sex with the victims again crazy okay yeah and uh, he kind of said to the police that hey if you find a fresh one stake out stake out the area because he's gonna come back mm -hmm. Okay. Um, and Is that how they caught him? We'll get to it. <laughs> um, but yeah, and now we know that it, it was true. He was revisiting um, dump sites and bodies and stuff. Um, bam, 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 bam. Yes, he was arrested in 82 and also 2001 on uh, charges related to prostitution. So he was caught either buying services, you know, or having already yeah. bought services, whatever. Mm -hmm. um, he became a suspect in the Green River Clinton in 83 and in 84 he passed a polygraph test he passed it mm -hmm. okay and that's our link that's that's the whole link okay. to the whole story so they basically asked did you murder these women and he said no and the polygraph and didn't he passed. detect yeah. the lie yeah okay yeah well good that polygraphs are not accepted by the courts right or did him help this polygraph did it help him the polygraph test well yeah he was a suspect but he passed the polygraph test so he, they were like oh okay you're good uh, okay mm -hmm. yeah so uh <laughs> Uh, even though in 87 they took uh, hair and saliva samples from him, um, in 85 he began dating Judith Mawson, Mason, Mawson, whatever, who became his third wife in 88. Mawson claimed that in 2010 television interview um, that she did, um, that uh, she moved into his house while they were dating and there was no carpet in the whole house. And we know that it's the 80s, so there's carpet everywhere, even on the fucking walls. Right. Yeah, and it was like weird for her that like there's no carpet. Um, and detectives later told her that he had probably wrapped the body in the carpet, and that's how he got rid of the body from the house because he killed most of the victims in his house. Ah, okay. Hmm. Um, in the same interview, she described how he would leave for work early in the morning some days, um, saying you know like to get the overtime pay and uh, Mawson speculated that he must have committed most of the murders while supposedly being at work okay um yeah very She's, committed yeah. getting up early working <laughs> he has stuff yeah. to do Sophia he's busy <laughs> he's uh yeah he's a busy he has man. sex workers to kill like that's not not a simple task nothing they're even lazier people yeah for sure you know there's something wrong with taking motivation from a <laughs> <laughs> serial killer oh god um yeah let's not get into this yeah that's not great anyway um <clears throat> she she also said that he suspected um that he was the killer um uh, before she was contacted by the police in 87 so she had she she was like 
the spider senses were tingling. She was like, something's she off. she didn't leave him. No, she, she, I think they got divorced. But only after he probably got arrested by the police, right? Uh, I don't remember exactly when, but wait, this was his, yeah, this was his third wife. So I think this, she... Yeah, I think she was with him until the end, until she got caught. He got caught. Okay. Because, like, if I would have a boyfriend or a husband and I suspect him by myself mm -hmm. of any kind of criminal behavior or, like, killing, mm -hmm. I leave. I, def I get the fuck out. Yeah, I mean, we talked about this with Lauren so many times. I know we're weird, but whatever. And I told him, I was like, dude, if I have ever, ever have a feeling that you're doing something, like, weird like this, I'm gonna sing like a fucking kid canary to the police you have no chance <laughs> i will not help you sorry <laughs> yeah. yeah anyway um doo -doo 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 -doo. okay she also said that she's never heard of the green river killer before um because she didn't watch the news okay <laughs> sure yeah. mm -hmm. uh, <clears throat> uh there was an author uh penny moorhead that's a nice name uh who interviewed him in prison and he said uh um, that uh, while he was in the relationship with her, with his his wife, his kill rate went down, and that oh, he truly loved her. Okay, very romantic. Sure, dude. Okay. Uh, of his 49 victims, only three were killed after he married Martin. So I guess it went down, sure, good for you, but like, mm. he still killed that's three too... people. Three. Yeah. Even if it would have just been one. like Yeah, that's too much. Still fuck? one too much, yeah. Mm. <laughs> You're gonna love this next uh, quote from him. So he said to a local te television re reporter, I feel I have saved life by being uh, his wife and making, making him happy. She said that mm -hmm. why does it sound like she's proud i don't know <sighs> i don't know i feel like i don't know it sounds fucked up yeah she definitely has something going on something yeah. going on herself yeah anyway uh so uh samples collected in 87 uh were later subjected to dna profiling providing the evidence for his arrest warrant okay. uh in november 30th 2001 um ridgeway was at the ken kenworth truck factory very important uh where he was where he worked as a spray painter okay and that's where uh uh, and when the police arrived to arrest him. So he was arrested on suspicion of murdering four women nearly 20 years earlier after uh, first being ident identified as potential suspect when the DNA evidence um, linked semen left in the victims to the saliva swab that they, they took from him. Yeah, okay. That's what I thought before, like when you said he dumped purposely cigarettes or gums from other people on his sites, like, he still fucked those corpses. And obviously, that's the number one suspect, what they find. Yeah, but also, their... most of the victims were found, found like, <clears throat> skeletonized. So by then, right. you know, most yeah, of the okay. semen and everything that he was doing was gone. Okay, okay. Yeah. But yeah. So the but four victims... Not every corpse. <laughs> Thank God. Got some. <laughs> yeah. um, so... Doo -doo 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 -doo. Three more victims were added to the, to the list after the forensic scientists identified microscopic spray paint spheres as, mm. as like a specific brand that uh, the, the, the factory that he worked at was using. Um, 
Yes, and if you now if you go to uh, my document, there's a link at the very bottom. Oh, give me a second. All right, so um, I just wanted you to see um, there's a full list of all of his victims with names and everything. Oh, yeah. And also there's the unidentified victims, uh, like mm -hmm. pictures of like recreation of Some faces. 10, 17 and 20. Mm -hmm. oh, okay. And I don't know, I just feel like it's worth looking at. You know, you never know. No. I know maybe not for us because we didn't, we weren't even nearly alive, but no, you know, crazy. <laughs> all these names yeah also there's there's a uh, more on like still missing those are women that were like listed as people who he killed but they weren't found if that makes sense no so they're just missing still and uncharged says here yeah anyway okay, i so just when I... did he go to prison sorry what year he went to prison in i want to say 2001 okay but like they've been suspended Expecting him like seriously with like the DNA evidence and everything since 87. And it took them so long to actually well, get the evidence to charge him. Not just that, but like not to get the evidence, they had it, but they didn't have the technology. Yeah. So from 87 until 2001, there was like, you know, there was a big change in, in, in DNA technology and like testing and everything. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> well, at least they got him in the end. They got him finally. Thank God. Also, okay, so let me tell you uh, a little bit about the CIA. <laughs> okay. So, um, since we, I felt like this wasn't enough of a connection to lie detectors and stuff like that. So I was like, okay, let's, let's find a little bit, <laughs> a little bit more. So, um, following many high level failures of the polygraph at the CIA, many former heads of that agency have recommended that um, it be limited or discontinued because it's just not accurate. The most prominent <laughs> failure of the polygraph at the CIA was that of Aldrich Ames. While working uh, in a very sensitive position in the CIA, Ames betrayed the US and sold the names of CIA operatives working in the Soviet Union to the KGB. Oh. Over the years, even as uh, he betrayed the US, Ames took and passed many periodic uh, polygraph ex examinations. Um, 11 CIA operatives that were identified by Ames were executed by the KGB um, and yeah this this just because he passed all of these polygraphs this caused the CIA 11 people's lives Easy. and he passed several several like detector tests yeah <laughs> also yeah mm -hmm. do they know how he did it what he did to pass them? <sighs> drugs or just who knows you know? uh, it, it was like it was like back in the day the critics also cite the many cases in which innocent people fail the polygraphs and end up spending many years in prison for crimes that they didn't commit. Oh my god, right, that can happen as well. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, the guilty person is then free to commit additional crimes while the innocent person sits in prison for <laughs> something that they didn't do. Um, yeah. 
I mean, like only relying on a polygraph is not advised. Yeah, and that's why it's not uh, admissible anymore, thank God. But it was before. Back then, yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So one of these, this kind of case is uh, the case of uh, Jimmy Williams. So prior to taking a polygraph examination, his attorney was so convinced of his innocence that he stipulated that um, the results of the polygraph test could be admitted into evidence. So he was just so sure, like the... the. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah you I got it? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Upon um, learning that Williams had failed the polygraph, they convicted him of rape. And the attorney was like, oh, fuck. Yeah, shit, I fucked up. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, so Williams actually spent 10 years in prison for a crime that he didn't do. And uh, yeah. And then, funny thing, and then the accuser, who was now 22 years old admitted that there was no rape to begin with after 10 years after spending 10 years in prison so yeah it's just stolen lifetime you know it's you, yeah no can give him yeah that, that's that. that's uh that's a wonderful lawsuit against god knows how many people hopefully he got a different lawyer but <laughs> yeah. yeah that's it that was a lot, but very intense <laughs> and interesting. Thank you, Maya. <laughs> You're welcome. I kind of wanted to put, you know, like both sides together. Like, yeah, yeah. okay, what if you, you you failed a test on purpose to get out of something? But what if you failed a test if you, and, and you get caught for something that you absolutely didn't do and you were just nervous? Yeah, it was perfect thought because I didn't even think of it. Yeah. Noise. Noise. Honestly, I don't know. Like, lately I've been very, I've been very good at finding the, just the right stuff this was probably <laughs> the, the 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 quickest research i've ever done it just like came to me <laughs> nice very good ah yeah well yeah we have nothing else to add i would say yeah that's, thank that's, you for listening my for dear me. friends <laughs> Oh, God. Guess, honestly, my friends are probably only people who actually listen to this podcast. So. Really? I don't know. I don't know who listens to it or not, but, like, I told mo most of them. I right haven't now. looked. I have not looked at our, like, stats in a, such a long time. I have no idea. I look into it from time to time. It's, yeah. I know. Nothing crazy. We kind of have, like, a lot from, from America for some reason. No? Right. Yeah, I did look at the country where the people come from that listen to it, actually. Mm. But, yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, that's it for me. Thank you for listening please. for this Thank horrifying story. Um, we hope you enjoyed it. Yes, we hope you never have to take a lie detector test because it makes no sense. Um, yeah, definitely. <laughs> uh, Even though I would like to do it just out of curiosity for fun. Yeah, see if I can be sure. there. <laughs> It's just, I feel like just that would just uh, give a different result because you do it for fun. You're not going to be nervous. Right, yeah. So it's a different situation know. if your job depends on it and you just have to but take this test. But that's good because then it could maybe have more accurate results if I'm not nervous taking it because it wouldn't alter my physical reactions. Not physical. Yeah, like, like, like your... I know what I mean. Yeah, your results. I mean, sure. I don't fucking know. This whole thing is bullshit. I don't believe it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we established our opinions about the light. This is this is my unscientific scientist opinion. This is bullshit. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> well, let us know your opinion on light yeah. detectors if you want to. We're open for it. Tell us if you have a story. Tell us if you hate it as much as I do. Um, yeah. All right. Okay. Thank you. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>
Have a good day. Bye bye. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please rate us so we know you had fun with us. We have many more episodes planned, but if you have any suggestions on topics we should research for you, just send us an email to unscientificscientists at gmail.com. You can also find us on Instagram and Facebook at unscientificscientistspodcast and on Twitter at unscientificpod.